Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn all the brain tools you can use to feel, do, and look your absolute best. Today, guys, is about feeling your best. Today is about emotional regulation. And today you're going to learn five tools, five very effective tools that are all based on a lot, a lot of research, neuroscience research, but also research um, in the fields of psychiatry and in the fields of mental health. So tools that you can use to adjust your emotional state and at the same time, adjust your thinking patterns and adjust what you do and change the course of your life. And to begin with, I'd like to share in a personal anecdote, right? When I talk about emotional regulations these days or about emotions with people, people look at me uh, very often in a doubtful way, in a weird way. They're like, well, Angela, you're not suggesting that we are in control of our emotions and we are synthesizing them. Emotion is just, emotions just come, right? We're not robots. We're not computers that can program that in. Well, not exactly. We are not exactly computers. You're right. But when it comes to emotional states and emotional states will drive thought patterns and it will drive our actions. When it comes to emotional states, they are very programmable. It's just very often we people are not aware what programs our feelings and our emotions. And by that, I mean emotional states, we already talked about that on this podcast, are summaries of what's happening inside of your body, outside in your environment. And the brain gives you feelings to adjust your behavior in the hope that the environment, external and internal, will change in a favorable way because of your actions that are driven by your emotions. So what do I mean by that? Let's say your energy state is low. Your brain senses that and it gives you blue moods. Sometimes if the situation is really bad for a long period of time, it can give you depression. And why is that? Because when you're depressed, you're not going out anywhere and spending a lot of energy. When you're depressed, you are not interested in life and doing much. That actually saves a lot of energy. And that's your brain's primary concern. Are you going to survive or not? Are you going to have enough energy and energy is the currency of life or not? And the brain gives you feeling to make you act a certain way. That's it. But then you might ask, well, it it kind of doesn't depend on me, you know, in what energy state I am. Well, it does depend on what you do, on how well you take care of yourself, of your health, how much stress do you allow in your life, and how well you manage that, how you manage things like your sleep. Um, All of that will define how much energy you have, or at least, you know, maybe not defined, by, but influence a lot. And that going to change everything, meaning your feelings and what you think and what you do. So you can affect your health, your energy state. You can affect the kind of people you allow in your life that will influence your 
energy state, your stress levels, the way you think, the actions you take, and that also will adjust your feelings because um, you, your internal environment, your external environment, we're not that separable. We do not exist in a vacuum, right? And feelings, again, are just summaries that your brain come to you summaries that are designed to make you act in a certain way to make to give you a better chance to survive and so when it comes to designing for your emotions if you design the environment that helps you to manage stress better that uh, makes you feel motivated that makes you feel inspirational or inspired uh, that maintains your high energy levels. When you design your behavior, your environment, you know, people around you, books you expose yourself to, music, uh, the amount of noise, pollution, when you design for all of that, yeah, you can influence your feelings. But today, it's not about so much macro strategies like lifestyle or uh, sleep or or well, stress management, yes, but uh, or designing your relationships um, right away. Today is about micro strategies or tools that will change your mental emotional state uh, in a moment, very fast. And it will help you to very often lower your stress levels. It will help you to lower your anxiety levels. It will increase your motivation levels, your um, optimistic view on the world. And all of that will contribute to better emotional state and better thoughts and more proactive, better actions. And again, that will ultimately change your life. So designing for your feelings, yet, yes, it is possible. And you're about to learn five tools that will help you to feel better. Let's start with my favorite one um, that you've learned on this podcast um, so many times, and I just apply it to different situations because it's kind of universal. It helps you to switch your body and brain from um, fight and flight when you are in that state to more rest and digest. Um, and that is the state where you're less anxious, where you look at a bigger picture, where you are more positive, more relaxed. So if you're on the side when you get worries and um, anxiety, then do use this tool very often. It will help you to manage your state and ultimately to bring your base levels of stress and anxiety lower. So it's a simple tool. You know this. Exhale, focus breathing. Your breath out should be twice as long or longer as your breath in. Uh, the way you breathe will change your heart rate. It will switch your whole nervous system into parasympathetic mode, means rest and digest, and it will adjust absolutely everything in your metabolism. So breathing, it's one of those things, I think it's the only thing that influences your state uh, in such a profound way, your physical and mental state, and also you can control it. So breathe in for four, Breathe out for eight. Do that at least three times. I always recommend to go for six or even five minutes. If you really feel like anxiety is high or you're too excited before an important presentation or talk or workshop or maybe a date, then five minutes and you're going to do just fine and better, right? So breathing, very important. Tool number two, also very simple. One of my favorites, you heard about this tool probably on so many podcasts and it's so uh, much literature. There is a lot of research. 
I'm talking about gratitude. Expressing gratitude, yes, right? Writing down things you're grateful for. What works better if you write down things that actually happened in your day, that are not just some things that are out there in general, like your health or maybe your family, but things that happened to you today that could have gone wrong, but they still happened happened quite in your favor. Those things tend to raise the level of our mental well-being better. What even better when it comes to gratitude? Receiving that gratitude. Andrew Huberman, one of my favorite neuroscientists, talks a lot about that. He talks how what works best when it comes to gratitude, actually receiving that gratitude or observing acts of kindness in somebody else receiving that gratitude. And you might ask, well, Angela, how do I make somebody, you know, express gratitude to me. And there is a really simple solution. What you do is you do a lot of good things for people and be a nice person and people will express their gratitude. Very, very simple. Be a nice person, do good things for others, people will express gratitude. So gratitude changes your state almost immediately. Again, two things that work the best. Express gratitude for the things that went well today, recently, and do a lot of good things to receive gratitude. Also, observing gratitude works really, really well, meaning somebody else receiving that gratitude. And now let's continue to the next tool. And that is also very, very simple, no-cost tool. You can do it anywhere and very, very fast. And it changes your state immediately. And it works for everyone because, guys, biology skills... I'm talking about changing your posture. When your posture is upright, when your facial expressions are things like smiling and just big green on your face, standing up like a Superman or a Wonder Woman, just having your posture upright instead of looking down on your phone, all, uh, you know, like shoulders down, hands down, and all in kind of this almost fetus position in a standing variation of it. So changing your posture, movement pattern, doing a few jumping jacks, doing a few burpees, doing really long, long stretch, opening up, your, opening up your chest, right? Breathing fully also and having big green on your face. That will change your emotional state instantaneously. Assume some posture, start moving in a different way. 20, 30 seconds, you're done. You're in a completely different state. Especially if you add movement, that will change your blood chemistry, brain chemistry, that will change the way you feel and how you think and what you do. But also just assuming a straight posture, upright posture, and opening up your shoulders, opening up your chest, and having big green on your face, even if you feel like you're faking it, uh, believe it or not, it will change your emotional state. Studies have shown, like a lot, a lot of studies have shown this. It's not questionable, right? Standing like a Superman or a Wonder Woman, if you are about to give a presentation, talk to an important in your life person, I don't know, find a space and stand in that posture, smile, and you'll feel so much better. So this is tool number three. Tool number four is labeling. And labeling is 
when you feel some uncomfortable emotion, like maybe anxiety or worries, or you are stressed about something, some situation in your life, write down exactly what you feel. What it does, by writing down, you bring something that is uncontrollable, that is in your emotional brain, in your physical state. You bring all of that into your conscious awareness. And bringing something into your conscious awareness gives you the sense of control, gives your mind the sense of control. And that lowers your stress state, your anxiety levels immediately. Again, that has been shown in studies. And people usually think that by externalizing the expression of an uncomfortable feeling, like writing down, I'm anxious right now because I'm about to have a difficult conversation with my employer, or I'm worried about this conversation with my client because I need sales and I might not get one. Right, um, or I'm, I'm worried about the conversation with this person because I like them, but they might not like me badly. Just writing it down will lower down your anxiety and your stress. Uh, it's not gonna make it bigger. It's actually gonna make it less again because you bring something that is unconscious out of your control into your conscious awareness, where your brain, where you can affect that, and that switch that transference from uh, unconscious and uncontrollable to conscious and something in your sphere of control will bring your stress, your anxiety levels down, and you will be able to make better decisions also. So that is labeling, and that is tool number four. Uh, just write down when uncomfortable emotion comes. It also, you can use it for things like emotional eating that we talked about yesterday. Uh, instead of continuing with the food, you sit down and you write down, right now I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling worried because of da-da-da. That will take that pressure off and there is a big, 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 big chance that you're not going to continue with the emotional eating pattern. So write it down, label it. And the last but not least definitely is reframing or making a lemonade out of lemons. What it means is, you know, right now I'm going through a challenging stage in my business. I'm developing a new thing and it always takes time. And that's what all entrepreneurs who did it know. It takes time and it's challenging. So I'm going through challenging stuff, but I never feel negative um, about that or uh, like I'm drowning in stress and pressure. And that's because I know that this, I reframed it in my mind. And that is true. I'm not lying to myself, but I, I focus on what I know will put me into the right kind of state to continue. So instead of thinking it's, it's a lot of stress and pressure, I'm saying, it's a challenge. It will make me grow in the direction where I want to go. It will make me the kind of person, entrepreneur, businesswoman, and leader that I want to be. I'm going to, I'm learning a lot. And again, that is also very true. And I'm growing a lot. And this is the best part of my life, might be, because this is the time when I'm going to probably change the most. I'm going to change the quality of my life in the most transformative way, financially, mentally, and spiritually, in all ways, right? The kind of person I am. So this is the best time of my life, even though it's also the most challenging. You see, you can reframe almost anything. And reframing, again, not about lying in yourself. It's 
looking and focusing more on the things that are going well and realizing that this the things that are not going well actually are serving also something good and once you start reframing things in this way like yesterday i was talking also to a friend and he broke up with his girlfriend he's like angela i'm sad and i told him see it's um totally normal to be sad you just lost a significant person um, in your life and your body will have to adjust your mind everything because we um, have our relationship that become kind of that help us to manage our energy level so it's totally normal but also realize that uh, something good something probably even better that fits your life much better is coming into your life very soon but before that comes you gotta clear the space and so life is doing that for you the person that is not meant to be in your life is going out of your life um and that's what reframing is all about at looking at the picture at looking at your glass and realizing it's half full right? Not half empty. That's what all the reframing is all about. And it's a very effective strategy. And even Tony Robbins, you know, the guru of gurus who's been doing that for 30 years, he's always talking about reframing and labeling. These techniques, they work. They've been working for decades, for generations. It just happened this way. We don't learn them in school as, as skills and people don't use them. And that's why um, a lot of people think that maybe they don't work. They work when you use them in the right situation at the right time. So five tools. Number one, breathing, right? Exhale, focus breathing to get yourself into relaxed state in a more positive state of mind. Then we have our posture, change your body, how you stand, how you sit, how you move, and that's going to change your state. Number three, we have gratitude, especially uh, focusing on things that are, that went well for you recently, uh, also receiving gratitude by doing a lot of good things for other people. Uh, number four, we have labeling, putting in writing uncomfortable feelings. And then number five, we have reframing. That is all about looking at your glass as half full and talk about all the benefits that you're getting from the situation, from the situation that might seem not that positive. And that's about it, guys. Uh, let me know which tools you use, you love the most, that are the most effective in your life, tools that you don't really understand. Perhaps you need more advice. You'd like to practice it together. Reach out, Angela, at brainbreakthroughcoach.com. I train people on all of these skills. By training, I mean I help you to start using them consistently and start getting the benefits consistently that will transform your life and how you feel every day. So Angela at BrainBreakTheCoach.com, reach out, let's train these brain skills together. And if you found this podcast useful, please rate it, please share it, please bring in other people to our tribe. And that's about it, guys. Start practicing all these tools, feel better, and everything in life, in your life, will change for the better. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned tomorrow for nutrition tools to adjust your emotional states. And today, just use these tools and feel better exactly when you need it.